Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 112. Dude, we're getting up there now. Of the Listening Podcast. Yeah. We are getting up there. We're getting old. It's getting to the point now where, like, the episode number is not even... Like, it's it, just, like, like, stops, like, meaning anything. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Like, it's, like, kind of a big number. It's like those podcasts that have been around so long, they stop even counting. And like then Simmons. I once in a while, they'll be like, I think we're on episode, like, 530. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. But yeah. he's doing, like, three a week. So exactly. it's a little bit different. But We're just one weekly. Yeah, but we're, we're episode 112, and we are into the heart of March, the Ides of March, Jake. That's today. It is. It is. Really, really quick thing about the Ides of March. Yeah. Um... I was watching The Office the other night, and I had there was this really cool thing where Mike, it's Michael's birthday episode, right? And he's like, "There's this little throwaway talking head scene where he's like, fun fact, he's like, I have the same birthday as Eva Longoria, um, so I have a great icebreaker if I ever meet Terry Hatcher, and it's kind of a throwaway joke. <laughs> it's actually a brilliant joke because I was like, I being sort of a birthday dude, I was like, I kind of want to look up what that is. So I looked up Eva Longoria's birthday. It's March fifteenth. So definitely knowing how smart the writers of The Office were, they're like, we're giving Michael the Ides of March as yeah. his birthday. Which I think is really <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. This, like, notoriously bad luck day. <laughs> That's really funny. So happy Ides of March, everybody. And Ides to of March. That's right. Uh, so we have just a few new music topics to get into, uh, but we wanted to spend a big chunk of the episode going over this Kanye West songs March Madness bracket that's going viral. We're kind of switching up our March Madness content this year. Yeah. The last couple years, we've kind of created our own bracket. We did best lead singers. We did best guitarists. So if you're interested in that, feel free to go back and check out those episodes. But this year, we're letting somebody else do the work for us. And we're taking yeah. this viral Kanye West March Madness bracket and discussing that this year. Yeah, and the ones we created last year, we did lead guitarists, and and when we couldn't decide, we just flipped a coin. Yeah, it was kind of a joke. It was it, kind of a it joke. It was a joke. I think some people might have thought we were serious. Yeah, and didn't yep. love that. We, right. I'll say this: we didn't get necessarily negative feedback. We didn't get any positive. <laughs> we did not get positive feedback. Feedback about that episode. So we're going a little more mainstream. Just talking about this Kanye West viral thing that we found on Reddit, Twitter, whatever. Uh, so we'll get into that, but Jake, let's start out with Hot Thoughts here. Yeah. Um, really, the only new piece of music I think we got into over this past week was the new Remo Drive EP, pop music. So here's something. I, I, I'm actually legitimately curious what you think about it, because usually before the podcast, we talk a lot about the music we've been listening yeah. to. We like haven't this week. I know. So I've been really enjoying this, and it, it's fit into my schedule really, really well, because it's so short. <laughs> it's like seven minutes. It's like seven, eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. I've cranked out a ton of listens to it, and I'm really, really enjoying it. Like They are definitely, I think, Remo Drive going for... The that pop music aesthetic, where like mm. they they still have some of that distorted, a little bit of the emo and punk sound to it, but like the, the on this EP, they definitely seem like they're calling their shot. They're like, we're writing hooks. pop songs, yeah, we're writing hooks, we're writing pop songs. These are meant to be catchy. They're meant to be fun. They're awesome, dude. These three songs are. I think they're really cool. I I think this is an excellent EP. I think Blue Ribbon is probably the best song on here. But I, I gotta be honest, like Heartstrings is great. Song of the Summer is great. Like this is all really really good. I was a little nervous. I was like, ooh, like Remo Drive had that breakout first album. Yeah. And and whenever that happens, I'm always a little nervous for whatever the next thing that band does. I was like, I hope it's not gonna be a letdown. 
this was not a letdown. This was great. It's I think really it's cool. really good. And we've talked before. I, I fucking love the album cover. Yeah, man. I think yeah. it's really, really it cool. It looks really cool. It, like, it, it's clear they put like thought into it. Yep. There's so many album covers that are just slapped together and are yep. really nothing. They, they seem to care very much about... Um, the overall sort of branding and packaging of Remo Drive, like this, the album cover, the pink backdrop is yep. the same as the Greatest yep. Hits cover. Yep. Um, they seem to be pretty interested in their image, which which I think is is actually cool. I mean, I think you. It is. It is because we've talked a lot on this podcast about uh, album art and then having a brand, yeah. basically. Yeah. And I think this kind of falls in. I think um, bands that that choose like a font that's always kind of cool to me. Um, and there's plenty of examples throughout throughout history. Like Remo Drive seems to be angling at like they have a general look. Yeah, for their albums, which I think is cool. Uh, I haven't heard, but do you happen to know if they have a full length coming out anytime soon? I don't know. I, I'm not I, sure I feel like they'll probably just have this EP for now, and mm-hmm. I know they're on tour with Sorority Noise. So yeah, well, Blue Ribbon. I love I love the little melodies on there and he, like the lyrics are different. It's like um, like bring your friends we're up to nothing. Yeah. I put the money in my wallet. Yeah. Like it's that's a nice little melody. It's an awesome melody and like the lyrics are funny. Like they are. Yeah. Um, I should probably start reading because if um, my what is it my mind is only eating candy and blue ribbon I'll be such a stupid man. Yeah. I like when he says talk with the bad breath. Mm-hmm. I think it's really funny. Like he's picturing himself as this like. Just dumb, sort of like no, con- nothing interesting yep. to say. Oaf. Yeah. Like he doesn't yeah. want to turn into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's really and like this guy has a serious knack for melody. Oh my god, yeah, um, big time. And uh, I've been I've been very much enjoying these songs. You know what else I've been really enjoying, and I wanted to um, go into a little bit mm-hmm. in this episode. Last week we talked a little about the Soccer Mommy album uh, Clean that came yep. out. Um, a couple weeks ago, I had listened twice, maybe three times during before last week's episode, and um, I, I remember saying on that episode that I didn't have a ton of baked thoughts about it yet. Yeah. Um, I've spent much more time this week listening. I sort of listened to this not exclusively. I slipped the Lucy Dacus listen in there once, maybe a couple other things. Remo Drive was on rotation. I listened pretty exclusively though to this Soccer Mommy album, and it, it has really become one that. I am really attached to it at this point. I really, really like this it, album. It's excellent, yeah. And just to echo my thoughts from last week, I think this is one of the best albums of the year. I think it was the best crop of albums that had come out a couple weeks ago when we had that big release day. And I, I'm glad that you're yeah. you're feeling it as well. Yeah, and I felt like last week I just didn't have much to say about it. I knew there was... It, but I had that little feeling. We've talked about this before. I think we both get it. I'm sure listeners can relate where... You listen to an album a couple times, and you're like, there's a seed of something there, mm-hmm. and there's something pulling me back, and, like back to listen again. And I don't know what it is yet, but after a few more listens, it will reveal itself. And it's stuff like on Cool, at the end of Cool, there's that riff, and it sounds like someone took the record that that's playing on and pushed it to go slower yeah, and like warped it. That yeah, part's yeah. awesome. When the, when, like, that's super cool. The, the album starts really, really strong with Still Clean, Cool, and Your Dog. Yep. Awesome songs. I love Scorpio Rising. Yeah. Um, some really cool lyrical work on here, but I think that um, this is sort of like a, a nice. It's like mellow in spots, but it has like like I think it's Last Girl. Yep. And songs like Your Dog and Cool have a little bit more of a rock element going yep. on. Um, it just has enough of different things uh, going on, but it's it's one that starts off with Still Clean, which has that intimate sort of acoustic sound. Yep. And I'm like, I, I'm always willing to sort of fall in with that. Yes. It doesn't start too abrasively, right. and it sort of like uh, leads you on a breadcrumb trail. It does. It does. Into yeah. some crazier yes. shit. Yes. Yes. Like, dude, this is a, 
honestly, like I've been astonished how self assured this this I know. album is to use it. It is, dude. Okay, quick things music writers love. <laughs> Yes. We haven't done a segment of no, that in a while. Haven't. Self-assured <laughs> debut. Yes, that's a that's a, dude. That is music writer catnip. They love it's such bullshit, but it's true. It's that's true. a good. That's actually a good descriptor of this. Um, it's not a debut. That's the thing. Is it's not? Oh, is it not? She has a 2016 album called Free Young Hearts. Oh, and a 2017 album called Collection. See, I didn't even know that. I have never listened to them, but to me, this feels like a debut because I don't know Soccer Mom. So, <laughs> right. But it's still a self-assured album. Do and you she's still young? Do you have uh, favorites? Fi- co- couple favorite songs on here? Yeah, my favorites are um, Scorpio Rising, Cool, and. Maybe your dog or um, or 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 still clean would be sort of rounding that off. Yeah, I, I think mine's Scorpio Rising. That sounds um, really really good. It's awesome. It's really really good. Your dog, cool. Yeah, Scorpio Rising is a big bucking my expectation song, and I'll explain what I mean. If you, I don't know if listeners do this because most listeners might not be neurotic, but if you look <laughs> at a track list, I usually am able to pick out. By song title and placement on the album, what will be my least favorite song? Yeah. And I, even though this, the title, Scorpio Rising, sounds cool. It's cool. I was like, somehow that's going to be a letdown of the cool title. Okay. And it's, it's placed as third to last on the track list. Right. I was like, that's not going to be even close to one of my favorites. And it is maybe my favorite. Right. Which is yeah, interesting. That's a good point. Yeah, I like doing that. Actually. I wonder if that makes sense out. to anyone. I hope it does, because I do that too. Where I'm like, ah, I probably won't like that like, one I won't very enjoy much. that one yeah. as much. Yeah. Um, I had another just very, very quick thought on that Titus Andronicus album, A Productive Cough. Last week, I think I said it's more interesting than it is good. I think it's still very interesting. I think it's better than I thought it was, to okay. be honest with you. I've been listening more. I, I, I think this is a, a good piece of art from Patrick Stickles. I think this is a good output from Titus Andronicus. In particular, songs like I love Real Talk and I love Above the Bodega, Local Business. Um, there's really, really good songs on here. Yeah. I think it is an interesting kind of earmark in their discography, but also has value on its own as a piece of music as well. So I think Productive Cop, it might not reach the highs of the monitor or some of their other stuff, but I think it's still very, very good. And if this is going to be the direction he goes in, fine by me. There's yeah. more like classic rock feel. I, uh, I, I, if you're interested in Patrick Stickles, I would highly recommend checking out the feature that Stereo Gum did of him. Um, kind of gives you a snapshot of where he's at right now in terms of uh, kind of shirking his punk background a little bit and trying to do like a little bit softer music. He's like, I think some of my lyrics are getting lost in the abrasiveness of the music and I kind of wanted to dial that back a little bit. Let me ask you this. So you talked, and I think we, we both sort of talked last week a little bit about how we think this dude is probably something of a genius mm-hmm. or something close. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to know if, he, like, is he literally? Like, like and I oh. mean, like, is he a tested genius? Uh, not that I know of. Okay, I didn't not know if you read of. that somewhere yeah, or something. Because no. he seems like one of those dudes who, like, would be sneaky he, in Mensa or something. Uh, yes, I think he, like, would. But uh, not that I have, like evidence of do you ever quick sidebar worry about taking an iq test because it would be yes. lower than you'd hope yes that happens yes. to me a lot yes i think about that too much like if i see people's iq i'm like oh i bet mine would be decent and then <laughs> right i get freaked out because i'm like uh what if i like do poorly i fuck up on this test yeah, like, what and, if- and then what i love to hang my hat on is when people are like well 
there's different types of intelligences and IQ tests actually aren't a great indicator yeah, of it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Fuck IQ tests. Well, it's like, I wouldn't want to take an IQ test with a friend because you just end up competing. It's like high school right. with the SATs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, yeah, yeah. what'd you get? Yeah, it's like, it's it, like well, dude, like, not so as good as you. So many factors are going into this, so just fuck off, okay? Yeah, it's like the SATs blow. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fucking bullshit. stupid. They're bull... <laughs> Homework stinks. It does. Yeah. It does. Like, dude, I want a shirt that says this homework stinks. <laughs> I do too. I agree. I do too. I work in education. Um, one more quick note. I, I was able to listen to, or two more quick notes. I was able to listen to that Against All Logic album a couple of times. Yeah. It's actually really good. That first track, This Old House Is All I Have, is amazing. Yeah. It that song's really fucking good. I still have only listened to the one time. I, I should go back to it when I when I need something in the background. That song and some of the stuff he's doing on this album reminds me of a little bit of uh, Moby in that yeah, album play yeah. where he's sampling More samples that than, voice yep. and like building yep. textures around the voice. Yep. Um, yeah, dude, really cool. I'm glad you listened. And then I was also able to check out that Young Fathers album that we briefly touched oh, upon last week. Yeah, it's called, uh, what is it, like, Co- yeah, Coco Sugar. Um, I wasn't going to listen to it, but I, I saw that it had like an 89 or something on Metacritic and like the oh. user score was very high too. I was like, I should check this out. It's only 36 minutes. It's good. It's it's like the same mashup of like a ton of different styles that was on the yeah. last one, like gospel and rap, but like also pop and like some rock. It's it's way all over the place. It's It's really cool though. I know it's one of those albums that I think is cooler in theory yep. than like oh this is going to be always in my rotation but I'm glad I listened to it it is good I listened to the, the, the two most popular songs off the album on Spotify the other day I haven't gone back to the full length I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting too and I definitely got that sense of some eclectic, eclecticism oh, yeah. is that a yeah, word? sure it is, it is now. now I yeah. just fucking made it up hell yeah but yeah definitely um, I, 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 I do, I do want to check that out because I liked what is it called again white people, white men are black men too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an interesting album yeah, title very very the previous one. Uh, so let's get in, Jake, to our main topic of conversation. This is the Kanye West March Madness bracket. Uh, I don't know who put this together, so I'm, I'm sorry. I am not giving you credit. Uh, I found it on a Reddit thread somewhere, and then I found the image on Twitter. I don't know who the user is, but it's going viral right now. Um, so shout out to whoever that was. But we are going to take your idea, and we are going to discuss it. Uh, And on today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the seeding, and then we're going to make our first round picks, and then we can probably come back next week, Jake, and just fill out the rest of the bracket if that works for you. Yeah, so so we'll do the first round this yep. week. So that'll be all of these first matchups. You know what? Um, I, so whoever made this I put a lot of effort into it. There's little details on here that I really appreciate. First of all, the regions. They have the Northwest region. Right, which is which is clever. They have the the Chicago region. They have the Saint region and Donda, <laughs> the Donda one for his mom. And then what else? The other thing that I like all of the songs that are on here. The background is like the album it came from, and like the color yes. like comes from the album. Dude, so I thought that was really so. Cool. Like if it's from graduation, it has like the purple. If it's from uh, Life of Pablo, it's the orange and black, etc. So yep. really, really cool. Uh, we should tweet out this link, Jake, whenever yeah. we share this episode, just so people can maybe look along. We'll share it so that we're not alone capitalizing on it. Yeah, um, yep. Not that we are some bastion of capitalism with this podcast. So like we're making a ton of money doing it. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about a little bit is some of the seating, and I guess mm. 
Do you do you want to just talk about the seeding as, as we, we as we go? Okay, so let's let's, do it. let's start with the Northwest region. The one versus sixteen matchup here is can't tell me nothing, which is a strong a strong one seed. Yep, uh, going up against Amazing as a sixteen, and you know what? As good as Amazing is, I can see this being a sixteen seed. It's you know it's yeah. from eight oh eight. I mean, I, I'm looking through it now a little bit, and like I I, cert- I see that Love Lockdown is a ten seed in this bracket. I feel like Amazing was more popular than Love Lockdown. I think Love Lockdown's like the better song. I think that's considered like the best song from 808s though. Uh, I think you're thinking Amazing was more popular because it was in that NBA commercial. Oh really? Well it's I don't so know. I mean, I, yeah and it was just all highlights. I, I think, always really liked Amazing. I like Heartless and Love Lockdown better than Amazing. Um, yeah, I, I might yeah I don't know. Okay so I, regardless I'm picking Can't Tell Me Nothing here. It's oh, one of my whatever, favorite Kanye easily, West songs. Easily Can't Tell it's, Me Nothing. It's the song that got me into Kanye West and that, the way yeah. it happened was in the hangover I That's went right. I was still not even 17 yet, I don't think. Yeah. And uh, there was this scene where they kind of did a flyover over Vegas, and there was that, what? Like, yeah. with that beat, I was like, what yeah. is that? Yeah, I remember. I remember too, like, that. We saw that movie together. We did it in like a with, weird group, with like a big of, group. Yeah. of yeah. high school friends. Very interesting. I think that moves on unanimously. Yes. Can't tell me nothing. Easily. Uh, listeners, we'll tweet out the link. Play along. Play along. Yeah, yeah. Make your picks. Next matchup, we have So Appalled from Beautiful Spalled Dark Twisted Fantasy going up against Never Let Me Down from College Dropout. Now, Jake. I am not the biggest college dropout fan. This could be a great song from College Dropout. I don't remember how it goes. I'm in the same boat. And this is gonna be this is I'm sure if you're a real Kanye fan out there who or a real college dropout fan, yeah. you will be pissed about this. But like I'm gonna pick So Paul. I am too. And like honestly, it's it's a know your audience situation, and since this is subjective, we're both my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy fans, that's my favorite Kanye West album. I think that's his crowning achievement. So, and and it, that's the eight seed. So, I guess this person thought it was a little better than Never Let Me Down, too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with So Appalled, which I think is up for slaughter in the next round. Probably. Oh, well, yeah, it, it, it will be. Uh, <laughs> here's another problem, Jake. Yeah. We get to the five versus 12. We have Last Call from College Dropout, which I don't remember how it goes. Going up against Hey Mama from Late Registration. Now, here's the thing, Jake. I'm going to pick Hey Mama. Yeah, because I remember. 12s beat 5s all the time in the tournament. So maybe in reality, Hey Mama is the better song. The, hey Mama is the New Mexico State. Yes, The, the hot exactly. 12 to pick in your bracket, exactly. which I did. I did too. Based on just like I, I literally Googled most like possible, yes. most probable yeah. upsets. Yep. And that was one that came up. I was like, oh, I'll look smart picking a 12 yep. over a 5. <laughs> uh, we're doing the same here because I also don't remember last call. Sorry again. This is going to get better. This We got off on a rough yeah. start here. We got hit with two college dropout songs that we just don't really listen to. Here, let's let's trade off. Okay, I'll take yeah, this go next ahead. one. So we got a four seed, Devil in a New Dress off uh, Twisted Fantasy, up against Real Friends, a thirteen seed from uh, Life of Pablo. Um, I, it's interesting to me that Devil in a New Dress is this highly seeded because, in my opinion, it's one of the worst songs on Twisted Fantasy. Here's the thing: my least favorite songs on Twisted Fantasy now are probably Blame Game. And yeah. actually, my I know my least favorite. It's uh, what's the one that's had? Uh, it does the Iron Man. Oh riff. yeah. Yeah. What's that one? Uh, we are not. We're not doing a good job of being. Uh, wait, 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 is it Kanye not, West authorities? Is it is it not compelling for me to hum that like nasally into the <laughs> oh, microphone? Wait, I'm gonna find this. Okay, make your point here. Make your point my, while I find this song. My point is that. I, De- Hell of a Life. Hell, Hell of a Life is the worst song. Hell of a Life. Then I think maybe Blame Game is second to worst. Um, 
I Devil in a New Dress has grown on me yeah. over the years a lot. I think the production in it's really cool. I think Ricky Rose oh, doing yeah. the looking at my bitch, I bitch and give your ass a bone <laughs> yeah. thing is yeah. really cool. I, I think the best part of that song is the Rick Ross verse. Yeah, I yeah. used to not love the beat in that song. I thought yeah. it was off-putting. I actually really like it yeah. now. I might go with Devil in a Dress. I was gonna, I was gonna pick Real Friends. I was gonna pick Real Friends. I think it's one of the best off Pablo. I, I think in a vacuum. Real Friends is a slightly stronger song than Devil in a New Dress. I think in the context of Twisted Fantasy, Devil in a New Dress, yeah, is great. Yeah, wait. But if you're just comparing those two songs, I think I think Real Friends is a little bit better. Is Real Friends is the one where there's the part about um, his like cousin stealing the laptop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real Friends wins. Okay, I, I, thank I, you. I, yeah. I wasn't 100% certain if I was thinking of the right song. Yeah. But I was. Okay. And, and actually, Real Friends is one of my favorite Pablo good, songs. Good, good. Okay, so Real Friends is moving on. Uh, next up here, we got Crack Music. Great, great song wow. from late Registration. Going up against New Slaves, the 11 seed. So Crack Music is a 6. New Slaves is an 11. Jake, New Slaves is a top 5 Kanye song for me. Uh, I have to pick New Slaves here. If, if, if for the Frank Ocean outro alone. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that it's an awesome song. I think it's a it's it, it moves on for me too because Crack okay. Music um, has never been one of my favorite okay. late registration songs. It's a songs. great song, but... Yeah, but it's not one of my favorites. No. It's not like my favorite thing he's doing on no. that album. No, me neither. Uh, next we have the three seed Flashing Lights against the 14 seed Famous. Um, interesting that Famous is seated lower than Real Friends. I feel like Famous is more popular I by a long shot. I would agree with that. And you know what? Um, you know what's not on here is Waves. That's interesting. That's, that is a misstep. They must have stumbled in the uh, the conference tournament. That's right. Yeah, they didn't get out of the, the pre-tournament yeah, um, yeah. 16 seed competition. Uh, I personally go Flashing Lights here. I love Flashing yeah, Lights. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be Flashing Lights. As good as Famous is, I, yeah. I like Waves better on that. There's a lot of songs I like better than Famous on that album. Well, and, and um, flashing, I'm going flashing Lights. Lights. Flashing Lights is my second favorite song maybe on, on Graduation and one, yeah. of my, one of my favorite Kanye yeah. songs. Uh, the seven versus ten seed. We have the seven big brother okay. um, owed to Jay Z from graduation, and then we have love lockdown uh, at the ten spot from eight oh eight. This is a tough one because yeah, big brother's good. I think this is an example on graduation where a little bit later in that album, you're like these songs are all good, but I don't ever really want to like revisit them that much. It's the dirty secret about graduation. Yeah, yeah. When, when you're all in on graduation, you're like, yeah, no, like Glory and Big Brother, these are all great like songs. Homecoming. Yeah, but you're like, wait a minute, like, yeah, maybe they're not great. I'm coming home. Again. I'm picking Love Lockdown here, the ten seed. That's my pick too. So it's technically an upset. I don't think for me it's really an upset. I think Love Lockdown's awesome. Yeah. Um. All right, Sean, we're going to be in some trouble again. Um, Here, here's a, Go ahead. Yeah, go Through ahead. the Wire, the two seed. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That doesn't speak well of us, dude, because I don't really remember this song. I know Through the Wire. Through the Wire is a good song. If I heard it, I probably would know it. Dude, Through the Wire. Yeah. And then Kanye, it's Kanye rapping about like his jaw being wired shut or whatever. He's okay, like, yeah. okay, right. Because I think it is in this song. I think it is wired shut. Here's the problem. Here's totally the problem. Know. I love No Church in the Wild, which is the 15 seed. Dude, I, I'm picking No Church in the Wild here. No Church in the Wild is not a 15 seed. And maybe it is because it's like a Frank Ocean, Jay-Z, Kanye joint. No, ch- If it's on here, we're picking No Church in the Wild. No Church in the Wild 
might make us like a, an elite eight run. Dude, that song's it, fucking awesome. It's really really cool, and Frank is amazing on it. And it's um, it, it, like look, it, it's pandering to the type of Kanye we love too. It, true, and it's, true. I mean, that song is is really really cool. I, that's a fifteen over a two. Yeah, I, I'm going. Uh, no church in the wild. The I, thing is, fifteens do beat twos like sort of frequently, and I feel like that's why they put this here. Yeah. Because um, it would it would it would it, stir it, up some upsets. It works, yeah. Do right, you want to take the next one? Yeah, so we're in the Donda region now. We got the one seed all falls down versus the sixteen seed of addiction. I'm just going chalk. I'm going all falls down yeah, here. All falls down is is a really cool song. Um, and I I, I truly remember that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, addiction. I really like because I love the late registration sound. It's more funny than it is good. What's your addiction? And it has that like cool kind of like jazzy yeah, guitar thing going yeah. on. I pick addiction. No, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going all falls down. Yeah. Um, in the eight nine seed matchup, at the eight seed we have Monster Ooh. versus the nine seed Heartless. This might be the best matchup yet. This is a good one. Eight v nine. I oh, man, dude, people people bring the heat on Monster Nicki Minaj. Um, dude, obviously with the one Got of the best. <laughs> You know what's interesting is that Jay-Z verse is not as good. I think that he is the weakest verse on Monster. He does, but it actually, like, I totally love exactly what he brings on it. Uh, me too, yeah. Like, that just song's way, pretty much perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta go Monster here. It has too, it has too big a part place in my heart yep. not to pick. Yep. Um, Heartless, I, I really enjoy, um, but it, it's not as important to me as Monster. Yep. And Monster's the eight seed here, so we're technically going Chalk. Yep. Uh, the next one we have the five seed drive slow from late registration going up against the twelve seed highlights from uh, mm-hmm. Pablo. Highlights is really cool production, as I recall. Yes, very cool production. Um, it's a great, great song. I, I think I'm gonna give some love to drive slow. Yep. Uh, that is one of my favorite that style of Kanye songs. Yes. Um, Drive Slow is one of my favorite songs on Late Registration, and oh, I'm forgetting it. There's, I'll look it up and I'll bring it to the next episode. There's some the line where it's like, "Open up my mouth and let the light illuminate the dark" or yes, something like that. Dude, yeah. Whoever that is, whoever that rapper is, open up my mouth and sunlight illuminate the dark. <laughs> yes. Damn yes. another. Wait, is that damn another broken? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm no. mixing other yeah, verses. Yeah. But that line alone is an awesome, awesome moment. It is like I always look forward to it. Yeah. Um. And the the whole there's like a cool story in Drive Slow. Yeah. Too. Drive, Drive Slow. That gets is the like pick. my favorite kind of Kanye story rap. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, Drive yeah, Slow yeah. stuff. Uh. All right, Jake. This one Ooh, is shit. wow. The, okay. I think I already know what I'm doing though. Runaway, the four seed, going up against Blood on the Leaves, the thirteen seed. This is tough. I. I, I I think I'm gonna go Runaway though. Me too. This was one of the first Kanye songs I really got into. This is what got me into Twisted Fantasy. As great as that production on Blood on the Leaves is, yeah. Um, I, I gotta go Runaway. I think Runaway deserved a higher seating and an easier first round. I agree. Um, because Blood on the Leaves is too difficult a first. Yep, contestant. And I would have liked to maybe see Blood on the Leaves like actually win in the first round. Yeah, I, I just feel like Runaway is a strong, strong four, and that Blood on the Leaves ran up against yeah. uh, just a, a poor matchup. Yep. Uh, I go Runaway as well. Yep. Um, next, we have the six seed Blame Game. Six seed Blame Game. Yeah. So here, six is too high. For blame it's game. too high I, because I'm going to pick against it here because the 11 seed it's playing is Roses and that is Roses is a really good song. Maybe my favorite song on late registration. So if you 
got at me two years ago or or earlier, I would have definitely been picking blame game here. I've tired of blame game. I think the first three minutes yo, of yo yo. I, I don't ever listen to the Chris Rock oh, you don't. thing anymore. I love like the first three minutes of Blame Game, and then I'm like, all right, I'm kind of out on this. I'm gonna pick Roses too. Who 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 taught you? <laughs> who taught you well, Jimmy Choo's? <laughs> <laughs> who taught your ass? <laughs> I mean, it's really funny. Yeah, it is really funny. But I've heard it way too many times now. I'm a little sick of it. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Roses. I'm with you. Uh, okay, number three, we have Good Life. Uh, or sorry, the three seed, Good Life from Graduation going up against Celebration, the 14 seed from Late Registration. Uh, I gotta pick Good Life. I pick Good Life here yeah. too, even though it's a celebration, bitches. Or whatever he says <laughs> yeah, is really yeah. funny. And then what does he say? He's like, grab a drink, grab a glass. After yeah. that, I grab your ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that, yeah. that's pretty funny. Um, good Life is catchy as hell, though. Oh, I love Good yeah. Life. And yeah. there's T Pain on it, right? T Pain, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, Good Life moves on. Three seed beating a 14. Um, next, we have a seven seed, The Glory, going against Get em High off of College Dropout. Uh, this is, I gotta say, the worst matchup yet where I, like, I don't give a shit who wins here. I, I don't either. Maybe. Let's just give some love to Get em High yeah. from College Dropout because like we kind of shafted College Dropout songs earlier. So let's do I'm, that. I'm, and like, dude, The Glory is... Bottom of the barrel graduation, in my opinion. I'm right there with you, and that's what's going to happen. Is like we this is these are two teams that we did not scout enough for. No, 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 no. We, no. Like where it's like I I never really loved the glory. Like people are higher on the glory than I've yeah, ever been. Yeah, yeah. And then get them high is like, well, I don't know a ton about that one. <laughs> right. I know I've heard it. I know I've seen them play. <laughs> right. right. I, get them high. It wins as a ten seed. Though. Yeah. Agreed. And then wrapping up, Jake. What do we got? Um, the two seed, all the lights versus the fifteen seed, school spirit. From college dropout, um, I think we have to go school spirit here, Sean, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no, no. All of the lights in a route. <laughs> in a route, yeah. That's, um, dude, that's one of the best songs. Like, dude, okay, this this is really just making me want to listen to Twisted Fantasy so bad. This made me want to listen to, like, all Kanye. Me too. This is great. Yeah, so all the lights moves on. Uh, do you want to go to the Saint region or the Chicago Let's region? Let's go up to the Chicago region. We have the one seed, Jesus Walks, which is, I think, the Jesus most recognizable walks. song on yeah. College Dropout. Going up again, this is a plucky 16 seed. Murder to Excellence from Watch the Throne. This song's actually awesome. Yeah. It's one of the most socially conscious songs on this album. Great. The thing is, I, I have to pick Jesus Walks here because Jay-Z carries Murder to Excellence. Con- it's less a con. I think of it more as a Jay-Z song. Jesus Walks is also like truly iconic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is, Murder to Excellence isn't the one with the, the Holocaust thing in it, is it? No. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Because I can never remember no. which one that is. No. The Watch the Throne stuff kind of bleeds Blurs. for me. But yeah. And so like, I, yeah, that's a bad line. <laughs> Yeah, it is not, it's not great. Not great. Not Jesus great. Walks wins, even though that line is not in the other song. <laughs> um, the eight seed Street Lights versus the nine seed We Don't Care. <laughs> this is a pretty good one for this, Jake, because uh, to be on. So I don't know how either of these songs go. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I don't know how either of them go. Again, I kind of want to be deferential to College Dropout. Because we fucked up earlier, and I think yeah. I actually do like we don't care. If I'm remembering like correct, I'm like, oh yeah, we don't care is good. <laughs> and it's a nine over an eight. It's not like it's a huge yeah, upset. No, we'll, we'll go with that. All right, we don't care wins. Okay, next up. Sorry about this. 
college dropout heads. Yeah, man. <laughs> We're like, dropping the ball. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I love all the other albums, and I like College Dropout, too. I just... I don't really remember the names of the songs on it. I don't either. That's just the bottom line. I don't either. If I heard it, I'd know. I'd be like, oh, yeah, this one. But I just... Yeah. Uh, okay. We have the five seed, We Major, from Late Registration, going up against 30 Hours from Pablo. Ooh. Oh, this is, this is actually a really good 12 versus 5. Is it okay for me to say that We Major... I really like it, but it's never been like I don't think I've ever liked it as much as people who love We Major. Yes, we major? isn't it like a little too long? Yeah, and it's like frankly, I I I don't know, man. I have a, I think I can find it a little grating once in a while. Yeah, I, there's some great great lines on We Major, but and it's a twelve five, which is a hip upset. It is thirty hours is really cool, except that at the end of thirty hours, he just is like not even trying. I, I, I'm. I'm leaning towards We Major on yeah. this one. Let's go We Major. Okay. Uh, what, what's Who's up? Oh, dude, this is a you? great matchup. Yeah, I think oh, it's me. wow. Um, four seed off of graduation. We have Stronger. 13 seed Black Skinheads from uh, from Life of... No, from... Sorry. Uh, what the fuck's that album Yeezus. called? Yeezus. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeezus Christ. Um He's <laughs> uh, too many fucking albums now. This is tough, man. Stronger is an absolute jam. This is another little st- typo on on here. It's just black skinhead. Yeah, I I, I wondered about yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So this is tough for me. I think Black Skinhead is probably the more interesting song lyrically, and like Kanye is doing something riskier with it. That being said, Stronger is like a perfect pop rap song. Yeah, I. <sighs> I've never been as in on Stronger as everyone else is. It's no doubt a great song. It's not one of my favorites on Graduation. That Stronger is actually, it encompasses all of my feelings about Graduation, where I can recognize how good it is and why it's good. It's just not really what I always want to be listening to from Kanye. I I love Black Skinhead. Um, I think that song, though, Stronger is so... Instant, like you can't, like yeah. it's so, yeah, and yeah. it's iconic. And he's, I would be fine with it winning. Here's the thing: is I also love Black Skinhead. When he played that, um, I think he played this and New Slaves on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I think you're right. And I remember the performance of this was incredible and like kind of scary. Yeah. Um, if, here's the thing: if we're picking the one that has had more influence on my life, it's Black Skinhead, the one that is probably yeah, more oh, me important yeah, to me. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah. and if we're the judges, then. Black Skinhead. All right, 13 All right. over a 4. Black okay. Skinhead wins. Next up, we have the 6 seed Gold Digger versus the 11 seed Gotta Have It from Watch the Throne. Gotta Have It's a good song. Gold Digger is under-seeded here, I think. I'm not. I'm surprised this isn't like a, a 1 or a 2. I feel like Gold Digger could have been a 1 or a 2. I'm going Gold Digger. I think Gold Digger is one of those ones where it is as popular as it deserves 100%. I, I agree. That song is like, it is everything about Kanye that's funny. Like, the sample is great. It's funny as mm-hmm. hell. His rhymes on it are like they're really clever and also like very humorous. I, I go gold digger yep, in a walk. Definitely. Um, number three C we got slow jams and going up against a fourteen seed. No more parties in L A. Um, I I know slow. I don't really like slow jams that much. And I I really like. No I do more too. Parties in LA. I'm going no more parties. That's a fourteen seed over That's three. Fun. Hey, but that happens. It does happen, and I I love no more parties. In yeah. LA. Uh, we have the seven seed "Say You Will" from 808s going up against "Good Morning," the ten seed from "Graduation." This is another kind of gross matchup here. Um, I, I really like "Good Morning." I do too. I do too. I, I'm picking "Good Morning," but yeah, yeah, 
I think I go good morning. I think it is actually a nice melodic and kind of soothing intro to that album, um, uh, to to uh, to graduation. Is this is this the worst? Um, good morning. Region. Um, I think it's the weakest region. I right? won't know until I take a really close look at this last one. But we we can figure that out. The last one here we have. Uh, oh, this is you, right? Yeah, uh, number two seed uh, power. Going up against 15, Father Stretch My Hands, part one. Um, Here's the thing. If any other song was in this two seed here, it might get beat by Father Stretch My Hands, part one. That song's fucking amazing. But 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 power, uh, how the, can you, how can power lose? It can't. The fact that power is a two seed, while this next one seed we're about to talk about is a one, is baffling uh, to me. Yeah, baffling. Yeah. Because I think Power is, in some ways, you could argue Kanye's like biggest ever yeah, song. Yeah, you're it's, right. It's, it has critical consensus. It's on his best album, in my opinion. And it's on, it's been in like fucking commercials. Yeah. It's been in movies. Everyone knows that ah, uh, thing from the yeah. beginning. Like, it, you know when that comes on. Like, everyone knows what's up. Yeah. I, I definitely go with power here. I think yeah, it's kind too. of a landslide. I, I like Father Stretch My Hands as well. Yeah, power definitely wins. We are in the final region here, the Saint region. Uh, the one seed, yeah, like you said, it's Touch the Sky from Late Registration, which was no doubt a hit. Yeah, Touch the Sky to me is the, I think this song... Feels more like a three to five yeah, seed. Yeah, I agree. I would agree. I with don't that. fully understand why it's a one, <laughs> but it's going up against the sixteen. The new workout plan. There's no chance the new workout plan is beating anything. The new the new workout plan is really funny. This is one that a uh, big friend of the pod, Mary Kate, has will reference a lot. Yeah, and it is funny. Like it's it all is. about how like I'm pretty sure it's like Kanye's like. Us fucking is is your workout plan, <laughs> which is like <laughs> so Kanye. It, it, it is funny, uh, but yeah, touch the sky wins here for definitely. me. Definitely. Um, in the eight in the eight spot, we got Champion going up against Nine Otis. Um, both of which have I think this is an interesting pairing because both of them have like really interesting, almost a little bit jarring vocal samples. Mm. Champion having the one from uh, Donald Fagan from Steely Dan. With the do you realize thing, and then Otis has that the whole the Otis Redding yeah. sound going on. Mop, 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 mop. I'm picking Otis here. Otis is fucking awesome. I go Otis too, and uh, that's one of my favorites off of uh, Me too. off of Watch the Throne. I think people kind of forget about Otis. They I think do. I think Paris and um, uh, No Church in the Wild sort of overshadow it. Yeah, but Otis is awesome. Yeah, Otis is really really cool. I think it, and it's it, I think it deserves to win this one. Champion is, you know, I, I think maybe these seeds should have been switched. I feel like Champion is should be lower yeah. seeded than Otis in my, in my opinion, and I, I, yeah. I think Otis should win. Um, okay, you're up. I think uh, we have the five seed spaceship from College Dropout going up against what probably could be a higher twelve seed here, uh, Ultra yeah. Light Beam. Uh, now the argument you could make. For Ultra Light Beam not winning is it's mostly like a Chance the Rapper song and it's like almost not a Kanye song at all. Yeah. However, Kanye brings that all together and that is one of the strengths of Kanye. And one of the strengths of later career Kanye, yeah. most specifically Life of Pablo. Being a facilitator. Being a facilitator, being the assist man, being yep. the guy who's there to set you up to succeed. Um, Ultra Light Beam's is is amazing, dude, and like it is. chance is incredible on it. And you're right, that could be a knock against it, but like 
I'm going to pick it here. Me I, it's, too. It's one of my favorite Me songs too. on Pablo and, and one of the ones that I continually go back to. Uh, so I go ultralight beams. Another rogue S that they yeah. put on here. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, it's interesting that they're doing that. Um, okay, four seed Diamonds from Sierra Leone going up against 13 seed Dark Fantasy. Dude, okay, I, I this is one where my bias comes in Me, yeah. more than ever because Diamonds from Sierra Leone probably should win. And I understand that I like Dark Fantasy more than you like should, but, I, dude... I, Dark Fantasy sets the tone for that I album know. so amazingly. And how am I supposed to reconcile with that? Because it's like my favorite Kanye yeah. album, one of my favorite albums. And, and, and I think it should be higher than a 13, but of I course agree. I would. Right, right. Uh, yeah. What do we do with this? I'm also picking Dark Fantasy. And since we're we in charge Dark of Fantasy? this, I do. Diamonds from Sierra Leone is a great song. I don't know if it deserves to be a four seed. Uh, I think it would... I think that's just about right. I don't know. I mean, okay, the next one, though, we have Heard Him Say, which is a six. We've got a feature from Adam Levine. I think it's a catchier yeah. song. Versus I, think, I think that one could have been a four. Diamonds could have been the six or something. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I'm thinking Dark Fantasy. I'm going to go Dark Fantasy. Diamonds, I think I think for the people who were of the of age mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, when Diamonds came out, I think that was considered like a really important yeah. song on that album. And this is... Actually, probably to a lot of people, upsetting. Oh, it probably. Oh, I'm sure it is. And I'm sorry, guys, but we're we're stands for Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, Dark Fantasy is more important to me, and that's like because that song, just by virtue of kicking off the full My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy album, um, it just has become so important to me, and it is one of my favorite tracks on the album. So I'm gonna yep. go Dark Fantasy as well. Yep. yep. Um, next, we have Six Seed. Heard him say. Going up against, I wonder. This is a, this is easy. Heard him say for me. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I go heard that him say. That hook, that Adam Levine hook, is yeah. is something else. Uh, okay, we have ooh three seed, gorgeous, going up against fourteen seed, homecoming. Jake, personally, gorgeous is one of my favorite songs on Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, the top kid, three. the kid Cudi hook, that like filter Kanye is rapping through. Awesome, and like some of his best. Lyrics and verses in any Kanye song, personally, I think. I think I totally agree. Um, and Homecoming is cool. It has Chris Martin on it. it doesn't age that well. It does not age well at I'm all. Coming home again, me home again. It's, it's like, just an ode to Chicago. It's cool. I guess. I. I mean, that again is like back half graduation where you're like ooh it doesn't totally do it for me I think it's catchy Gorgeous is incredible Gorgeous easily and I love I think it gets it's due as a three seed where like if if you were to tell me to guess where it would have seeded I'd be like oh they wouldn't have given it that much respect they'd put it at like a six or a seven I'm happy this is a three seed yeah I am too Gorgeous it's a dangerous three seed it's gonna probably make some some it's gonna make some moves okay seven seed family business from college dropout going up against bound two the ten seed I go Bound 2. Bound 2, easy. Like, Family Business is a good song. Family Business is basically, uh, like, real friends, but just way, way earlier. Similar themes. I'm going Bound 2, though. That sample, the everything about Bound 2 is, is great. Bound 2 is actually, like, later day Kanye doing early Kanye. early Kanye, like, but better. And in a way that's like, it's a little bit, he's doing it with kind of an experimental twist where like yep. there's some weird off-putting parts. Yep. Like that, you know, 
that like yeah. that like yeah. part yeah. at the end yeah, where yeah, yeah, all yeah, of a sudden yeah. it's like an arena rock song. <laughs> right, right, right. And then it right. comes back into the uh huh honey yeah. part. Like yeah. it, it, that song is weird and awesome. That's uh, great. I go yeah, bound, bound to. to for sure. And then the last one here, we have the two seed N words in Paris going up against the fifteen seed late. We we got to go Paris, right? I don't know if there's been a bigger blowout. In I don't the, think in so either. Like it almost didn't even have to show up to this the, matchup. Uh, Paris is like such an icon. Like to, to me, that could you could argue that's a one seed. Oh yeah, and I think the only reason why it's not is because it's a Jay Z song too. Sure, but how? How is Touch the Sky a one in this one and Paris is a two? The fact that Power and Paris. Are not one seeds, but Touch the Sky is, and also Gold Digger is not a one or a two. I know, yeah, those are those are my biggest quibbles with it. Yeah, um, I'm going Paris here. Oh, easily, easily Paris. So we've got the second round set. Yep. So that that good thing we did not. We'll just we'll remember. Yeah, I think we'll we remember. know which ones yeah. are which, yeah, and then we'll, we'll, we'll continue this next week, listeners. Uh, we'll tweet the link. Let us know what you thought and where we messed up. And if you love college dropout, we're sorry. And please tell us um, why we're wrong, because I'm sure we're wrong. Yeah, we're on, on some of those. We're definitely wrong on some. Uh, okay, Jake, let's move on here to our next segment. We have uh, trim the fat. This is kind of we're we're flipping it on its head. So before we would take an album that we thought was too long, we'd we'd take four or five songs off of it, cut it down to a desired length. Last week I said to you, hey, instead of making a bunch of cuts, let's pick an album that just needs one song cut from it to become an even better album. Now this proved um, more difficult than I thought it would be. Because what ended up happening for me was I never came up with one because sort of all week I had it in the back of my head that I should think of one. And then ultimately, it just ended up being on the tip of my tongue. I was like, I know there's some albums, but I can't, like, for whatever reason, place them. Yeah. Um, and I guess like you could kind of go through albums and find the worst track on any of them. Uh, but you came up with a decent one here. Yeah, I did. So mine is from Meriwether Post Pavilion by Animal Collective. This came out in 2009. It was regarded as one of the best albums of that year. It is one of my favorite albums of this century and of that decade. I love it. And now it seems almost blasphemous, Jake, to suggest that you could cut anything from it. But the more I looked at this, the more I thought, you know what? We could definitely do with a cut. And the reason for this for me, this is kind of a long album. And I always forget that. And then I start listening. I'm like, ooh, it's 54 minutes long. It's only 11 songs. But all the songs are relatively long. Like, they're all between, like, four or five minutes pretty much. Right. And I always, whenever I'm listening to this, once I hit, like, the middle-ish to the end, I feel it dragging a little bit. And I was like, well, why is that? And I narrowed it down to two songs here. Guy's Eyes and Taste, I think, are two of the weakest. And here's the litmus test, is when you're looking at the track list and you hit that middle area and you're like, ooh, wait, how's that song go again? Yeah. And when you hear it, you kind of remember it. If you've listened to an album a ton of times and there's still some of those ones that yeah. are blending into the background a little bit, I think that's the, the, that's the test. That's a sign. Yeah. And I settled on Guy's Eyes as being the song that, if you cut that, so that's four and a half minutes. Yeah. You're cutting that. We get this below 50 minutes. It's like 49 and a half 10 songs, and you go right from Bluish, which is the sixth track, you skip over Guy's Eyes, you go to Taste, 
and then you hit the end of the album, which is really strong, of Lion in a Coma, No More Running, and Brother Sport, hard. And so it's just like a slight. It's almost like a slight reprieve from Bluish, which is one of my favorite songs on here. To Taste, which is the shortest song on the album, actually, and then you hit that last three. I think this goes from being like a nine out of ten album to like a nine and a half, nine point seven album. It, 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 it as a result of being a little shorter, might be more often yeah. listenable. Yep. Um, I wonder whether there are guys' eyes, heads out there who are pissing off somehow. It could, it could be. I wonder. Like, do you think this is a fair cut? Like yeah, if we, I do. If we had to, if we're playing some sick, sadistic game where like a a jigsaw saw style person was like. Cut a song from this album you love. And I was like, ah, I'd be Guy's Eyes. Yeah, I think it's. Is I, that fair? I agree with you. Okay. Yeah, I do. And okay. I actually, um, since I didn't come up with one, keeping with the Animal Collective theme, I think you could really improve feels if you did away with bees or yeah. if you did away with Lock Raven or Daffy Duck. So here, here's the thing I've heard feels so many times. I, I don't know how half the songs go by name. So, okay, if when I'm looking at, at, at feels, I know, did you see the words, grass? And then I get to that middle where it's like, okay, like I remember them when I hear them. Bees is the one where he's just like, the bees, the bees, the bees, the bees. Right, right. Like where it's like, okay, these dudes were stoned <laughs> right, when right. they wrote this song and they thought it was awesome right. and they were like the, they were like the bees are beautiful like <laughs> that song I don't I don't really go up for it and dude like um. I, I'm not gonna play them but Daffy Duck is let me see 734 yeah. and uh, uh, let me see Lock Raven uh, is five minutes it's five there's there's another one on here that's like really long I can't remember what you... Oh, Banshee Beat's like eight and a half. Maybe it's Banshee Beat I'm thinking See, of. See, that's the thing. I don't know these by name well All enough. I remember is that with Feels, there's a couple songs in the middle where like there's this awesome stuff that sort of bookends Feels and there's amazing songs on it. And then there's some stuff in the middle where I'm always like, yeah. ah, yep. is this yep. a good enough idea to be fleshed out for seven, right. eight minutes? I'm with you. Okay. That's the dirty secret about Feels. Yeah, and some people are all in on it. Like, no, Feels is the best Animal Collective album. Like, it's not. It's not. Dude. It's it not. It's not. It doesn't to me hold a candle to Strawberry Jam or or no, or no. Perry, Merryweather Post. No. Perryweather most. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Perryweather most. Uh, how, how, where are you on Sung Tongs? Uh, it's good. It, it's it's like Feels Light, where yeah. it's good. There's cool stuff on it, but. As an entire idea, it's like I don't. I listened to it like a few weeks ago, actually. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna listen to Sung Tongs with fresh ears and songs like Leaf House, Who Could Win a Rabbit, those were awesome. And then you hit songs like Visiting Friends, which is 12 and a half minutes of pretty much just like strummed acoustic guitar with like little voices in the background. And you're like, this would have been cool for like five minutes. Yeah, right. You and know? Like those, I feel like the thing with Sung Tongs is. It has all the flaws of feels, but more. Yeah. Of yes. That. Yes. Um, and yes. I think what happens is people when Animal Collective is one of these bands where when you're when you're feeling really into them, you become like a cult member. You trick yourself into thinking certain songs and albums are better than they actually are. I them. think you end up being uh, it ends up being a little cultish. Yeah. With Animal Collective, yep. and I, believe me, like when I finally broke through. Yep. And was like, oh shit, I really like Animal Collective. Now I really get it. Yep. I was in that mode where like I would listen to Sung Tongues and Feels. I was like, hell yeah. Right. Like, right this is right. all great. Right. If you're not totally in the mood, you gotta you you must start 
with the later albums yeah. to break back in. Yes. You just yes. You have to. You do. You know what has aged amazingly, though, really quick, is um, Person Pitch. Oh, my Bear. God. I, to be honest with you, Person Pitch is my favorite release of any Animal Collective project, I, solo or otherwise. I think it is for me as well. I think I go with that... Then Meriwether Post, yep. then Strawberry Jam. Me too. Me too. That'd be my three. Dude, Person Pitch is amazing. It and, is. Uh, like I, I put on, it's one of the songs, the really long one, one of the... Uh, is it Good, Good Girl, Girl Carrots? It might be Good Girl Carrots. Or is it think, Bros? I think it's Bros. I have Bros on my uh, my sleep playlist. So yeah, sometimes it yeah, comes on yeah. when I'm half asleep and I right. wake up in the middle of one of those like sort of like trippy loops. Right, right. Dude, it's uh. so cool. It's this like perfect mix of relaxing... And almost like sort of nostalgic sounding yep. while also being very of this time and yep. totally chopped and, and yep. sampled. It sounds like nothing else. It's incredible. Yeah, it's that, so good. I think good. that's their, the finest achievement of any of that stuff. I agree. Meriwether Post is close. Uh, quick recommendations of the week here. Jake, what do you have? Um, I didn't have one until five minutes ago and then I remembered oh, good. that uh, I... So on Pitchfork, Noel Gallagher uh, did one of those over-under segments. <laughs> It's really funny. It was really funny. And he is just shitting on basically everything they throw <laughs> right. at him. And it's hilarious. And I was like, you know what? I have not really given Oasis. And this is why these artists do this. Because people go listen to their fucking That's right. music. That's right. That's why it helps to do press. That's right. Um, That's right. And I, I went and listened. Um, I ended up going back. I listened to Definitely Maybe. Um, I thought it was good. I, I, yeah. I can see why you would end up. Because you mentioned last week that it was. you thought it maybe is overrated. Yeah. I could definitely see I, that. I was I had never taken the time to listen because for some reason I was always like I wouldn't like it that much. There's great songs on there. There's some really good songs and like they they, they write amazingly yeah. catchy stuff. Yes, like really just across the board. I still haven't listened to all of um, what's the story Morning Glory. Oh, okay, believe it or not, I'll, I'll get to that. But the hits on that album are incredible. And my recommendation this week is Don't Look Back in Anger because I've been listening to that song a lot. That's like a Probably perfectly written pop oh song. Oh my god, yeah. It's it is. unbelievable, it is. dude. The, the the chord progression, the melody, the way it builds leading into the chorus, the way it builds with the uh the, the you ain't ever gonna put my so heart good. out. Like so that good. part and the way the chords are building up tension, yeah. it fucking explodes yep. with the so Sally can wait part. Um, that is like an accomplishment of pop songwriting. It really is. It's amazing. And like people have all kinds of opinions about the Gallagher brothers. I'm not in the anti or pro camp. You know, I like some of those yeah. songs. Um, but God, you cannot knock those songs. Like, no. That's my favorite of those, the three big ones off of Morning Glory. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, my second is Supernova. I my Wonderwall is Wonder- my least favorite. I think it, it suffers from being overplayed. It's overplayed, but I weirdly knew Supernova first. Okay. I don't know. It just is more interesting interesting to me for some reason. Uh, So I've actually had a nice little week of getting into music that didn't come out in 2018. I go through, like, phases of this. Like, I was able to listen to The Ghost of Tom Joad by Bruce Springsteen. What was that? I like better than Nebraska. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When did that come out? uh, Like, 90... uh, 95... Dude, I gotta be honest, on paper, a 1995 Bruce Springsteen album just sounds like the last thing I'm interested Dude, uh, in listening to. I like it better than uh, Nebraska, if I'm being completely wow. honest with you. I was also able to listen to Psycho Candy by the Jesus and Mary Chain, and I was able to listen to How It Feels to Be Something On by Sunny Day Real Estate, which is awesome. I highly recommend checking out that Sunny Day Real Estate album. I, by Sunny Day Real Estate, I think I've only listened to Diary. Okay. 
Okay. But my actual recommendation, while I was listening to all this stuff, I was like, you know what I haven't heard in a while is Doolittle by the Pixies. So I've been on a ride. I listened to this like three or four times in the past couple days. This album is so fucking good. And I forgot. Like, obviously, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Debaser's a great song. Um, Monkey Gone to Heaven's a great song. But it's songs like Wave of Mutilation. Um, hey. Hey. Been there trying. goes my gun. Like I was like, oh, I forgot about all of these songs. I was like, these are amazing. Oh, dude, and also, um, here comes your man. Yeah, it's so catchy. Yeah, I was like, oh, I like sort of forgot about how good this album was, and I've been on like a little bit of a run listening to it. So, highly, highly recommend checking out Doolittle if you have not heard it before. Here's the dirty secret that that, that people maybe it's not a dirty secret, but here's the little. I think this is kind of a hack with the Pixies that I wish I understood back in high school. You know where is my mind? Yeah. You're like, okay, what album is where am I is my mind on? I'll get into the Pixies via that album. That album is Surfer Rosa. While very good and very interesting, do yourself the favor of trying Doolittle first. It is much more accessible. Mm-hmm. The songs are more there. It's more of a songs mm-hmm. album. Surfer Rosa, they're still doing like just truly weird shit in places like Broken Face. I got a broken face. Yeah. Like they're just doing like weird. Truly experimental shit that, like, I if you when you get into that Pixies rabbit hole, you're like, it's like the sung tongues or feels. I, I think it has a higher reputation than those albums. Yeah, but oh, it's, for sure. it's it's Doolittle is I think the place to start. And I did not understand that in high school. So no, what I happened, didn't either. What happened to me was I was like, okay, where's my mind's on Surfer Rosa? I'll listen to that album, and it was first is way too weird for me for a high school, high school. kid. Yeah, I for do. Sure. I, did, I truly didn't get it. Yeah, I was like, this is like. I, yeah. I can't. I mean, I was listening. I had a diet of, of Zeppelin and the Beatles right. back then. So I was like, oh, try this Pixies album because Kurt Cobain <laughs> likes them. Right. Like, I'll probably like them. And, and not to say that there's not catchy stuff on Surfer Rose. No, Surfer like, Rose is great. Like, Where's My Mind, Gigantic. Um, what's the other one? Is it Bone Machine? Yeah. Dude, yeah. no. There are awesome songs yeah. on Surfer Rose. And I've come to really like that album. Um, but I realized a couple of years ago when I took some time to get back into these two Pixies records, I was like, dude. I should have started with with Doolittle. With Doolittle. I really Definitely. should have. Definitely. And I, I didn't get that back then. So if no. you're out there and you're like, ah, I never could get into Pixies, like tried Surfer Rosa, yep. couldn't do it, go back and try Doolittle. Now, the one I, I have not listened to, Bossa Nova, which I. From, I understand is actually pretty good. And funny story, not really funny, it's really not interesting at all, okay. but I was <laughs> okay. I was watching... Classic undersell. <laughs> I was watching um, Halt and Catch Fire, which is an excellent TV show, and in the final season, they're at like this party, and there's this song playing, and I was like, whoa, what is this song? It's so good. It just has a, a refrain or chorus of like, my Valoria... Okay. And I was like, who is that? And I looked it up. I was like, it sounds really familiar. It's the fucking Pixies. It's a song called Valoria, and it's on Bossa Nova. So I love that song. That's a great, great song. Uh, I haven't heard anything else on Bossa Nova, though. I would like to check it out because I've heard it's actually pretty good. I, I would like to check it out as well. Um, what do you think, a really quick sort of superficial note about branding, how do you feel about them being just Pixies uh, I versus the Pixies? I... Oh, I feel two ways about it. On the one hand, I'm like, it's cool they don't have the the, but I want to say the Pixies, like, all the time. Me too. I always want to say, like, you just said the fucking Pixies, and that sounds that sounded awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's not as cool to be like, 
Like I got into fucking pixies. Like that, <laughs> right, it right, sounds right. different. It does. Um, and also becomes kind of a verb if you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it sounds like you are someone who Fu- fucks pixies. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. That's so a- sometimes those can be helpful. I appreciate it from like a nah, fuck that. We're not gonna have the the there. Yeah, but it's come cool. On. Like who, who's another example of that? I'm trying to think. Um, I can't remember. So there you go. There's, a, there's others out there. There are a ton, and it's like it's always a little off-putting. It is. It yeah. You got to catch yourself. Uh, okay, last segment here, Jake. We have a quick release radar. Two two that stood out to me. We have the Decemberists coming out with "I'll Be Your Girl," which, from what I understand, is kind of like an arena rock departure from the folkier stuff they they were doing in the past. If it's anything like that song I heard on the radio, there might be some electronic influence. That, in this. Yeah, like yeah, that's yes. really interesting. Yeah. I've never taken the time to get into Decemberists. I, I loved uh, Queen Is Dead. Okay, that's a good album. Uh, and then the other one, Jake Mount Erie, Phil Everum. Is that his name, right? Yeah, Elverum. Elverum. I think it's Elverum. Is coming out with another uh, album kind of about death and loss. It's the follow-up to last year. I forget what it was called. A last Crow year. Looked at uh, Me. Yeah, Crow Looked Dude, at Me. Dude, what a pull by me. Yeah, How did hell I get yeah. That? I'm glad you had that because I, I blanked on it. This one's called Now Only. And from what I understand, it's also going to be really fucking sad. Um, I remember when A Crow Looked at Me came out around, what was it, like this time last year? Maybe a little bit later? I couldn't listen at work. I listened to that first song, Death Is Real. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like cry. Break down cry. Yeah, and I had to wait and listen to the rest when I got home. Yeah, um, I, I, I'll probably give this a listen for sure. Um, I think it might be a similar thing. Really, I don't know how many times I'll be able to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yep. I'll give December a go to. Maybe not yeah. start with this album, but go back. Yeah, sure. What's um, considered their best record? I think either pick Picares pit it's yeah uh hold on a second Decemberists I'll filibuster it's either um I didn't need to yeah Picaresque or the Crane Wife the Crane Wife that sounds very much like a Decemberist album title to me I think those are the two but I've never so the song off Picaresque and I don't even know if I'm saying that right that I've heard is the Infanta. Infanta, Infanta. Um, and then Eli the Barrel Boy. I think I've also heard, and then oh, sixteen military wives. That's a good song. Okay, sixteen military wives. I think I've probably heard that. Okay, Um, okay, maybe maybe I'll take some time to get into December. Yeah, yeah. Their most popular song on Spotify is actually "Don't Carry It All" from The Queen Is Dead. Okay. 12 million plays. Speaking of albums, that does that have any reference at all to The Smiths? Oh, sorry. It's The King Is Dead. Oh, The King Is <laughs> yeah, Dead. My bad. I was thinking of The Smiths album. Yeah. Uh, it's The King Is Dead. I okay. knew it was some kind of um, monarch. monarch dying. Royalty yeah. has perished. Yeah. is the that, that would be the like larger subheading of yes. those album titles. Yes. Royalty has died. Maybe that should be your album name. Royalty nice has, has perished. Commentary. Yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty clever yeah. by me even yeah. though you came up with that concept. <laughs> and it sucks. Um all right, that is this week's episode. We will be back next week to finish our Kanye West March Madness bracket and bring you the newest music discussion and updates. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye.
we on? Yeah, okay. we're on the mic. Cool. So the two things I had were this. One, I was listening to Stephen Hyden interview Robert Plant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had this, I guess not a realization because I think I've known this for, probably always known it, but I never thought about it this way. Robert Plant was talking about how he spent time in America in his older years and how he lived in America for a while. And he was, he, I realized something about these British dudes who are in rock bands the reverence with which they talk about old blues musicians. Yeah. They talk about them as like these mythic figures. And it's like, it's because they're exotic to them. Yeah. I yeah. never really thought about it that way, but it's like, what we find so compelling about these British rock stars is like, oh, they have accents mm. and they're cool in a way that we don't like fully understand and they have a different perspective than the American, yep. like, centric perspective. Yep. That's what they thought about, like Howlin' Wolf and, yeah. and those dudes. Like they, yeah. they're like they're foreign. Like they, they sing with this abandon that's so, like these blues guys. They don't do it. They're not prim and proper, and they just are like right. Like they must have thought that about Elvis and shit. That's a great point. I never thought of it that way. I it, like it's fascinating because it's like those guys have, in so many cases, not eclipsed, but eclipsed the blues dudes in the sense of their fame. Oh, oh yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't think you could really argue for influence, and I won't bother to do it. Like obviously, I listen to Led Zeppelin more than I listen to Howlin' Wolf. <laughs> right, right. But it's like in terms of influence, it's hard to argue. But in terms of fame, there's no question, and, right. and like a number of people who'd recognize them. But it's like they still like bow at the fucking altar. Yeah, of these that's dudes, really interesting. Which I thought was fascinating. The other thing is if you have an attentive eye, Sean, you'll note yeah. that I now have two of the foam things on my headphones. Yeah. One was gone for a long time. Right. I lost it for like literally months. Yeah. I found it at uh, randomly at Kevin's fucking place. Whoa. I was leaving his apartment, and outside his door, his front door, yeah. just in front of the apartment, it was just laying there. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, Kevin, is this mine? He's like, I don't even know what that is. I was like, dude, I found my phone thing for my headphones. That's actually a great find. I was like, dude, this has been missing for months. There, I, I have so many little things like that. Like, I'm an earbuds guy, mm-hmm. and I have two. I actually have three different pairs now. I have the Apple ones. I have just like my regular uh, earbuds. And then I have my workout ones, too. And my workout ones have, like, these fans on them that kind of hook yeah. into your ear and keep them in place. I've lost so many of those at this point. I just bought, like, a big pack of oh, replacements. That's a good call. And just, like, switch them out whenever I end up losing it. They probably sell replacement phone oh, things. Yeah, I, I was actually going to say, I'm surprised you didn't just, like, hop on Amazon and get, like, a pack. I didn't even bother. I was like, it doesn't really matter. It's a little annoying. It digs into my ear a tiny bit, but it's not that big a fucking <laughs> right, deal. Right. Like, if I pull it off quickly, sometimes I'd be like, ooh, that hurts. <laughs> Because it's like it's. I love you that you've just been living this way. Yeah, well, it's like I don't really <laughs> yeah. give a fuck. Like it's a, yeah. it's no real hardship. Yeah, that's and, true. And uh, but now I have two, man. And it's like I gotta say, it's it's uh it's like luxury. Yeah, to have these two foam things back on my headphones. That's great. I'm, yeah. I'm happy for have you. Have we ever talked about over the year versus in oh, year yeah. on the podcast? Yeah, uh, I think we have. I think yeah. we have. Uh, Listeners then must know that I literally can't wear in-ear headphones. Yeah. They don't fit, right? They will fall out. Yeah. Especially if my left ear, but both. What about if they had the little fan on them? I could try it. Um, but, like, for example, the... Like, if you get a new iPhone and the, the headphones that come with those... Yeah. Do those fit in your Those ear? actually fit in my ear surprisingly well. Do they just like, stay really in? really well. Yeah. I've, had, I've heard so many people be like, no, I can't wear the Apple headphones. I'm like, they fit my ear perfectly. Dude, they, I, I shit you not, no matter how I put them in, they they just will not stay in. And it's like for hmm. a comically short amount of time, they'll stay in. Yeah. It's like they just fall right well, out. Well, you I know can't get them to stay. what uh, happened to me 
was with my other pair of earbuds, like my nice ones. Yeah. I, I can't wear those like if I'm moving in any way. Those uh, pop out. Like I tried to go for a run with them once. They would not stay in. See, and that's the problem is like for me, I'm not going to fuck with earbuds because they they usually screw me like yeah. that. And I have got like this is honestly my go-to pair of headphones right here. Yes, yeah. it's, it's the the Sony just twenty buck fucking over ear headphones. Like, for as they go much, around the back of my head, listeners. For anyone, for for as much as like the Beats of the World and like all these like luxury headphones are marketed, you almost you don't need them. You really no, don't need no. them. I have I have the, my pair of Audio Technicas. Which, I have a pair of those too. I almost never use them. Yeah, I liked them. Uh, for certain things, like if I'm actually mixing something, yeah, yeah. Uh, they w- they they have a jack that goes into the mixer, right? And I like them for that because the sound quality is really really good. Yeah, but for daily use, these are better. Oh yeah, and, yeah, they're too bulky. And these, dude, um, for the gigantic headed among us, yeah, w- which it I works am, works really well. I can't over ears tough because yeah, this yeah. wouldn't be made to do that. But like an over the ear pair of headphones. They fit, but just fucking barely. Right, right. Like, they get, the bottom gets down to my ear. (laughs) Right. With these, it goes around the back. That's so much better. It's a way better fit. So much better. For me, so for my head, with the ones that go behind, there's this, yours are, like, almost flush with your head, which is nice. For me, it's like, there's a weird gap there, and it's, like, hitting stuff. I don't, and I can't do it. How funny is it that my head is so big? That headphones that are made to give you, like, room, yeah. they're supposed to do what yours are doing. Right. That's, like, how they're designed. Right. My, for mine, it fits, like, the back of a cat. I know. I know. I know. It, which I would actually prefer. I think that's why I like these so much. Yeah. Because my dad is a giant head, right. too, and he always wore these as right. well. I had a pair like that when I was a little kid, and it always frustrated me that I couldn't, like, put my head back and, like, lean against, oh, like, the car headrest. Dude, I've got to be honest with you. Like, and when I'm in bed, too, that never occurred to me before because for me, that doesn't happen. I never realized that for other people, this would push up and go over your ear. It's really annoying. For me, when I lay in bed, it just stays right I've always thought about that with you and those. I was like, Jake, actually, those work better for him than, like, anybody. Dude, you know what? And, like, that's all you can hope for. It's true. It's true. Because the the world is not kind in terms of apparel for the big head. No, no. But this is one of those times where... Uh, it works out. It does work out. Two two quick things. Okay. One, let's just give a big shout out to Daylight Savings Time. And then it's yeah. still light out and it's like 7 o'clock. Yeah, 7.03 p.m. Thank Eastern God. Standard. And that's only going to get better. And the, and the sun is still out. Second of all, I, I saw uh, Black Panther mm. on Friday. I saw you tweet about this. Really good. Yeah, it was really good. I really, I, I've been a critic of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. I went into this so. being like, yeah, I know it's good, but we'll, we'll see. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was really, really good. Michael B. Jordan was great. Everybody was great. Performances were awesome. I, I really, really liked it. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman was good. Yep. As the uh, I, what else was he? In? He was Jackie Robinson, right? In forty two. I think that's I think that, that's that was his breakout correct. role. Yeah, yeah. He, Did you know how old that guy is? Yeah, he's like forty. He's right? like forty, forty-one. Yeah, Isn't that interesting. Weird? He looks interesting. so young. Yeah, he does. He looks, he looks like 14. Yeah. No, Jake, he doesn't. No. He was a grown-ass man. Good movie, though. It was, I liked it. It was good. I um, liked it. I uh, did fall asleep for parts of the beginning, or I was doing that thing where, like, I couldn't control my drowsiness, mm. which, as mm-hmm. you know and as the listeners might know, is a huge and mm-hmm. gigantic problem for me. Because mm-hmm. once it starts, I, like, I'm really powerless to stop it. Yeah. I had to get up to go to the bathroom and get a snack. Yeah, in that, order to like that make helps. It subside. That helps because I like shuck out. Yeah, shook out. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Words are words uh, are not coming to me today. <clears throat> um, okay, so 
Let me pull up the agenda. Did you see the Celtics lost in double overtime last yeah, night? Yeah, I watched it. You yeah. watched the whole thing? Uh, I watched overtime. I, I watched I, both overtimes. I, I watched double. I watched the second <laughs> overtime. Right. Uh, Tatum with a great take to tie it and then, could have ended it in the first overtime. And then he made a couple mistakes in double overtime. I think there was just a lot of fatigue. We were kind of like riding him in overtime and double overtime because like literally our whole team is hurt. Yeah, he fumbled away the, the ball at the end there. Yeah. And dude, they only ended up losing by one. I know. Rozier hit a huge three. Yeah, yeah. Rozier had a good game. The Celts um, are a year away, they're, which they is are. a bummer. They are. Uh, I can't wait for NBA playoffs to start, though. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I the league wait. is so good. It's so and good. I haven't really had a chance to watch that much, but I, I, I get into it via the podcast we listen me too, to. Me too. Me um, too. And Twitter and Instagram. I, I feel like I almost don't need to watch games because I get all of the analysis with the podcast we listen to, and then I follow news and highlights on yeah. Twitter and Instagram, and I pretty much see like everything. What it's funny. Doing? Like I follow Slam. NBA and the Celtics, and when the Celtics play, and like Tatum had that dunk last night, like Slam NBA and Celtics all like posted Posted a version of it. Yeah. Um, What are we like a month away from the end of the season? Yeah. Teams have like fifteen ish games. Thirteen. Yeah. Fourteen games ish. I I I don't want to jinx it. I want to say much. If things hold, I'm in, I'm in first in the wins pool still. I know. I looked at it yesterday, and I'm, like you're up by a good. I'm margin. up by three games. It has been better. It, right, it, right. At its right. most, I think it was up like seven games. Yeah. I was like starting to almost run away with it just a little. I know. Josh has closed the gap, and it's three I, games back. I have with the Lakers being better recently, yep. and with you're the third, think, Blazers right? going on that win streak, and the Celtics still being the Celtics, I have gone into third. I'm not going to catch you. But you might. What are you, six games back from me? I think seven. The thing is, is like that, I think, for a wins pool is less insurmountable because, in theory, it would be quicker for me to drop three games than for true. someone to win three. Yeah. Like if, if three of my te- but at the same time, the odds are better less. Yeah. Because, like, you could argue, like, okay, three of my teams could lose in two nights. Yeah. And Josh could have three teams win, and he, he's That's in first. True. That's or true. tied. That's true. It's, it's exciting, though. It's really cool to see how that went. I know. I down. know. And, like, yeah. It, you, what happens is like if you're in the top three or whatever, you look really smart for the picture. You, you, you do. When yeah. in reality, like, <laughs> I couldn't have gotten luckier on Indiana. Dude, I'm, I know. Fucking all the depot decides to like be, be an all star. To be like yeah. an all yeah, like an all NBA player yeah. and like transcendent talent. Yeah. Um Yeah, I did not see that coming. I was just like, well, Indiana's still on the board. Right. Um let me just check our game because it looks like oh. We're getting excited about all the depot. Yeah, mine's up there pretty good. Yours is on. I don't know why it's always on. Like a lot when we start. Maybe it just gets like jostled. Yeah, I think it does. Who knows? And I'm just secretly turning it all the time. Cranking yours. <laughs> so that on the podcast, you're just you're just <laughs> drowning out the, the mic. I'm the dominant voice. Hold on one second. Let's make sure. Okay. But yeah, NBA's been great. I, I'm very excited for the playoffs. Yeah, I am too. It's going to be great. Um, it, like Last thing, I swear. Yep. I really wanted to watch Anthony Davis because yeah. of how crazy a run yeah. is supposedly going on. Like, when do I have time to watch Anthony Davis? I know. Play Fucking a game. The, and, like, everything about the Pelicans besides Anthony Davis is gross. Yeah. Their I, whole when, brand, their look, When everything. they played the Celtics, I watched some of that game when they came to Boston and beat the Celts. Yep. Um, and they had Boogie and yeah. and uh, and Anthony Davis going off. Has he done something about the brow? No, I think it's just his, like, brand. It. It's yeah. his look. That's yeah. brand. Yeah. You, you got to own it. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Let's dive in here. Three, two, one. One. 